everyone. Welcome back to episode 11 of the Speak Life podcast. Um, today we have a very special and different type of episode. Um, I'm your host, Ariel, and I'm joined by two co-hosts who are very close and dear to me in my heart and literal actual family. We have my mother. Hello, everybody. Hi. And then we also have my sister. What's up? You guys want to tell them your names? Yes, I am Angela. I'm Danielle, the one and only. And I'm Ariel. And together, we are the, the Pattersons. Pattersons. <laughs> oh, that was good. We didn't even practice that. That was pretty good. I like that. All right. We got to take them on the road. <laughs> All right. So, um, Let's go ahead and get this episode started. Um, so first, we'll start off with our first segment, which is Soul Food, where our guests will give us a piece of advice that has spoken to their souls that they feel would be food to someone else's soul. Danielle and Mom, which one do you guys want to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Um, what was the question? Say it again. It's Soul Food. What's a piece of advice that you've received that you feel you could give to someone else? That family comes first. Family is first. Family is important. Maybe I should have said it like that. Family okay. is important. That, um, that family can be your worst enemy at times. It can be trying. They can they can get on your nerves. But I think that if you try to work at it and put your best foot forward, then there'll be rewards there. Um, I always re-raise my girls that they were best friends, that they should be friends because if my dad and their dad and I were gone, then it's just the two of them. So I, I really think that family is important. Let go of the hatred, let go of the animosity, let go of the hard feelings, let go of the um, strife, bickering, yeah, the, yeah. pettiness, pettiness yeah. Uh, yeah. the grudges, mm -hmm. stop holding a grudge. Um, and that's probably one one of the biggest things about family is that you hold a grudge and then you stop talking and then you stop talking for a week and then that week turns into a month and then the months turn into years and then years go by and you don't have a relationship with your family. And I, I just think it's really important to have a relationship with your family this, that you just really work at trying to be the peacemaker if you have to be the peacemaker in your family. Yeah. If you have to maybe suck up yeah. some of, like, your own pride. Mom, is that your phone? Her phone, since she's been over here. That's that's family. Her phone may have rang at least 15 times, That's family. At least 15 times. Her phone stayed going off. It stays going off. Okay, and she's probably going to answer it. She okay, she it. did. All right, Danielle, come on and give us your soul food. Um, my soul food would be... Those people who are chasing you, you should probably give them a chance because you never know. Once you give them a chance, it could be perfect or, hey, it couldn't be, but you never know until you do it. So, you know, give those people a chance. Those people who keep shooting in your DMs, give them a chance. Unless they're creepy, don't. But you know when they're creepy. Okay. Well, I thought sometimes that... Not everybody that's chasing you is good for you. That's right. So, Not everybody is good for you, but you never know until you. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't use chase. Maybe we shouldn't use the word chasing. Maybe we should use like give somebody a chance who you may have not looked well, yeah. at first. Who's not what you say your type is. If yeah. You have a type. Oh, yeah. That, that, there we go. That's true. That's, that's true. true. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you, 
you were interested in some six foot five person and five, you had the opportunity one. to talk to somebody who was five, one and a half, um, you know, maybe we'll That's work a out. big difference. <laughs> Between six, two and five, one and a half. That's a, that's a large difference there. Well, you have, I think you have to say to yourself, how's that working for you? Whatever, what, whatever, true. whatever that's you're, true. whatever you're after, or whatever is in your mind that would be that perfect person. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I agree. Sometimes you have to give somebody a chance. I agree too. Yeah, that, same. That's relationships. That's any type of relationship, whether it be boyfriend, girlfriend, or even a friendship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you never know. You might keep thinking that that person who keeps calling you and saying, you know, can we just hang out? You know, you can, you know, they call you on the phone or they just want to talk to you. Maybe you should give them a chance when you think that, uh, you know, they wouldn't be worth it. They may be. They yeah. may bring something into your life that you didn't have before. Probably something that you didn't even notice that you were missing. And now that it's there, you're like, dang, I didn't know I was missing that. Right. Because it'll hit you when you notice. Yeah. Oof. All right. Well, does anybody else have any soul food they want to share? Or is that it for the soul food? That's it, folks. That's it? Well, I I think one of my other big things, too, is to be genuine, Mm. you know, to really put yourself out there and really be genuine. Don't be fake to people. Don't don't, you know, act like. You, you know, I don't know. I can't even explain it. But just be genuine. Be yourself. Um, have fun. Hang out with people. I, I don't know. Oh, I, I have another one. What's that? Get outside and be adventurous. Like, oh, I feel I like, like people are so, like, inside now. We don't even want to go outside no more. I just, I don't know. I'm trying to be more adventurous right now, but it's hard. So you're saying, know. like, leave your comfort zone? yeah. Oh, I like that. We leave your comfort zone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Try you may something sing. new that you don't want to do. Yeah. Like, like hiking. You've never yeah. been to a, if you've never been to a national park, there's, the national parks are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Go know. to a museum. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Do something different. I heard the High Museum in Atlanta is very great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you need us to add anything else? No, if you guys, if that's all the soul food you have, then that's it. That's yeah, all the I don't soul know. Yeah. Food. All right. Well, that's been a snippet of soul food there. I appreciate both of you ladies for sharing that. Okay. Moving right along, let's move into would you rather. So I'll give you both two options to choose from. You can pick one. If you must ask a question, you can ask me one involving the two options that I give you. And then you need to explain to our guests why you picked what you picked. Okay? All right. So, would you rather go on a vacation where there is nothing planned out? You don't know what the next things are that you're going to do once you get there. Or would you prefer a vacation where there's more so like an itinerary on this day you're doing this? And on this day, you know, X, Y, and Z is happening. Which would you rather have for a vacation? You want to go? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I'd rather go somewhere where there's an itinerary because I'm one of those people I get somewhere and I don't want to just last minute be like, oh, let's go here. And then I want to go there and it's sold out. Oh, okay. I'd rather an itinerary too because I feel like I stress if I don't have something to do if I go on vacation or just sitting there. You go on vacation to have fun, not just sit there 
I want something planned. Be like, do I know what outfits to bring to? Mm. And what shoes? That's important. That is You're important. You're right. Yeah. You can't bring flip flops to a wedding. Well, I guess you can. Maybe to like the mountains. The mountains. If you're going to ski. <laughs> 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 Got your back. <laughs> okay, mom. Which one would you rather do? Um, I would. I, Oh, it's difficult because I'd kind of rather have both. I'd rather have both. I'd rather have planned and unplanned. But going into the vacation, I'd probably say, let's plan a few things in the itinerary and leave time open where we could do nothing or go do something mm-hmm. at the last minute, find something to do. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what, that way, you know, Danielle said she's stressed if she didn't go anywhere or have something planned. What did you say about stress? I'd have like like stress if I just sat there like or anxiety where I want to do something instead oh, okay. of just sitting yeah. at like the hotel. Auntie, yeah, yeah. like let me go do something. Yeah, I don't I don't know that I would be. I don't know. I, <laughs> she literally I, just twitched. If you, <laughs> you guys can't see her, but she did. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the idea of, of going with maybe partial itinerary. Okay, like you know da 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 plan for you know throughout the day and maybe nothing planned for the evening. And you just sit and relax and just chill. Yeah. I would say I would rather just go in. Usually, like, where I pick my vacation spots is based off of, like, things that I like in the area to do. So I've already kind of got in my mind what I want to do. So Mm -hmm. it's more so I would rather it be relaxed once I get there. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, I know they have this to offer, but I don't have to have a plan that I do like a baseball game or like go to a brewery on like Mm -hmm. this day. Like it doesn't have to be set in stone. I like to save money. I feel like if I plan something, I won't have to wait till last minute to spend it. Like, you know, sometimes prices go up if you last Mm -hmm. minute. Mm -hmm. So you plan ahead, pay for it rather than. Four hundred dollars later, yeah, paid more. Well, that's also, true. that's true. Also, with that, like you can also like when you're on vacation, not have to like be like, oh, do I have enough money to do this? Like, if you already know you paid for it and right. it's already going to be done, that makes sense. Right. Or you can go into the vacation thinking that I know that there's one particular thing that I want to do. I don't have to do it on the first date, but I need to do it before I leave. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. So you can run into trouble when you do it that way too. You know, if you don't have a specific itinerary for the day, you know, that first day you say, okay, I know I want to do it. I don't get to doing it. You know, let's say you're on a three-day vacation and uh, the second day comes and you're saying, okay, I still got that one thing that I want to do. And the third day is like, oh man, I got to hurry up and do this, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's, uh, that's kind of what happened to us, your dad and I, when we went to Vegas. I I wanted to go to um, the uh, Grand Canyon Mm -hmm. and we said we were going to go. And when we went to get our tickets, um, the tickets were sold out. At, we got there like at 11 and the tickets were sold out at 9. But if we had pre-planned it at home before we left, we would have gotten to go. So now I've been to Vegas, but I didn't go to the Grand Canyon. And, and that was the whole reason you wanted to go. <laughs> yes. 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 Okay. I should have even brought it up. Just not saying mad. It really does. <laughs> well, maybe we can go back. We'll go back. It took me how many years? Well, true. <laughs> to get to the, to we can go back for my birthday. <laughs> maybe one day, yeah. Not this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe next year, right? Okay, twenty-five. It is. Sheesh. Mm-hmm. I'm getting old. I was gonna say she's getting old. What? <laughs> Why are you pointing at me? No, <laughs> no, ma'am. 
no, no. All right. Well, that's been a segment of Would You Rather. Okay, so let's go ahead and get to know our guests a little bit. I know them, but you guys don't know them. So, um, Mom, if you could describe yourself, like, how would you describe yourself and things that you like to do? Like, if you were to be like, hey, I'm Angela, this is me, what would you say? I would say, you guys would probably say that. Not what we would say. What would you you say? say? (laughs) I would say that I'm a laid back person. I try not to get excited and and just crazy. I I don't know. I I just, I'm very laid back. I do think that I have a sense of humor. I I can be funny. And yes, I do crack myself up sometimes. (laughs) I laugh at myself. I don't need nobody else to laugh with me because I I find joy in a lot of things that I do and say, Mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, maybe other people don't and that's okay. But um, I can be quiet. Uh, I can be loud. I can be fun. I could be serious. I don't know. There's a lot of different aspects to my personality. So, like, what do you like to do for fun? Like, if you could go do something for fun, like, with girlfriends or your sisters or us, what would you go do? Um, I just like the idea of just hanging out somewhere with friends, whether it's friends, families, coworkers. I just like the idea of just sitting around a table of nachos, chip dip, whatever, you know, and just sitting back telling stories and laughing about, you know, what's going on in their lives. And, you know, just fellowship. I think I mm-hmm. really like fellowship. I, I don't have to. I, it wouldn't have to be an event that I went to. Mm-hmm. I would have to go to some planned, you know, anything. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just like hanging out, you know, whether it's at somebody's home, just relaxing or at a restaurant. Just, you know, I'm not. I don't have to, and I don't, and I don't have to go, you know, I just, I'm just chill. I'm just chill. Well, that's the last good book you read. She's a reader. I don't know why she didn't mention that, but she's a reader. She's a real reader. Like a real serious. You didn't ask me. My whole life, I've never seen her not in the middle of reading some book. So what's the last good book you read? Um, The last good book. (sighs) I read so, so many. many. <laughs> <laughs> I read like, so if you many. suggested a book to somebody, like, would you be like, this is a book you have to read? What book would it be? Um, I really enjoyed uh, Trevor Noah's book. Mm, okay. Um, I'm trying to read um, Robin Roberts' book because mm. that seems really in- inspirational. Um, but a lot of my books are stuff that I can't mention. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not reading any type of Fifty Shades of Grey. No, I'm not reading any type of Fifty Shades of Grey type of stuff. Um, but like, you reading like romance? I do like romance. I like mystery. I like suspense. I like stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, I am a reader. A lot. I, I can sit down and just read a book and enjoy just being by myself, just reading a book. So, if you have any good books, let her know. Yeah. <laughs> Throw them out there. All right, Danielle. Well, the woman of the hour. Let's hear about this eventful life. This should be interesting. I know. Describe yourself to us. Well, I'm Danielle. I'm 5'3", <laughs> light skin, nice skin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she lifted her arm to make sure she was really I know. Like, okay. Light skin. 
Um, I'm a shoe head, a crazy sneaker head. You just don't understand. What's the favorite shoe that you own? My favorite shoe that I own would have to be my Jordan 11 Concords. Yeah. What color are they? Black and white. Real sneakerheads know they're black and white. Oh, they don't come in any other colors? No, they're Concords. Oh, I, don't worry. I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> um, okay. What, I know flip flops. Close toe shoes. Open toe shoes. What else do I like? I really like flowers, fun facts. No one ever knows that, but I like flowers. What's your favorite flower? I love, it's going to sound weird. I like rainbow roses. Like oh, those every, ones they sell at Kroger? Yeah, the different <laughs> color ones. They're like all different colors. Like a rainbow. I didn't know that. Did you know that? Mm -hmm. I didn't know you liked flowers that much. Yeah, I like flowers. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. There's no one ever gets me flowers. Well, we didn't know you liked them. <laughs> and I also like buying them too, though. Um, what else do I like to do? I work with kids because I'm a giant kid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Um, if people normally say I'm a Gemini. Are you a Gemini? I am a Gemini. <laughs> and it's plain, my personality explains that I'm a Gemini. What does that mean? You have two Gemini's. Yeah, you have two sides. Two sides. I have my loving side and my crazy side. Oh, but don't we all? I don't yeah. know. I feel like I have some of us mask it, but I think <laughs> I think we do. But I think some of us mask it better. Oh, yeah, I, I think. I mean, that's just like saying some shy, introverted person can't can can have a wild side. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I agree. Depends on who's in the room with them, right? That's yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, back to me. Thank you. <laughs> Um, what oh. else can I say? Um, I'm very conceited. People, yeah, we see that. <laughs> Back to me. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't describe you as conceited. I, I think I you're very selfless. I think I'm also confident. That's confident. what I was gonna say. I, I would say confident a, yes. more than yeah. Because yeah. I think I think you share like and are like have like one of the biggest hearts to like give and like help people. Sometimes you help people when you, they don't want to receive the help. Well, that's on them. That, then. Yeah, you that's at least them. You, the yeah, you made the yeah. effort. But I would say the same thing. I would say mm -hmm. uh, you do have a big heart, mm -hmm. big kid at heart too. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I'm a big kid. Oh, but yeah. All right. Well, you guys have anything else to say to describe yourselves? Um, to beautiful. let the people know you. Usually we're not this dry. <laughs> what do you mean you're not this dry? This I thought we were supposed to be serious. You can be both. Oh, I just said I'm oh. big. That was funny. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so let's get to the neat, the meat and potatoes of this episode. So, Mom, how long have you been married to our dad? Um, how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> 26. <laughs> 30 years. It'll be 30. Well, it's 29 years. It'll be 30 years in June. June what? June 17th, which is Danielle's birthday. It's my yeah. birthday. I'm an anniversary baby. Mm -hmm. Messed up a good dinner that night. <laughs> That's my favorite restaurant to go to for a good steak. Raise, raise on the river. Raise on the river. We were going to raise on the river. Mm -hmm. Danielle said, I am coming. I was like, no, just wait one more day. I wanted <laughs> a steak and some mashed potatoes. I guess you did. That's why you like steak and mashed potatoes? Yeah. They steak and mashed potatoes best. Mm. Okay. So what do you think one of the secrets is to an almost 30-year marriage? Patience. Patience. <laughs> mm. 
Patience in what aspect? Like patience, patience is just like, a word. I think you have to. I think you have to um, know your spouse and know what they will and will not take, and what they will and will not do. And when I say what they will and will not take, is you know you you going out you know every night of the week or on Friday and Saturday night, and they're not doing anything. They're sitting at home. Um, And, a, and, a, and to me, a spouse is a companion, uh, somebody that you can do things with. Uh, and I know it probably gets tiring for some people to be with somebody all the time. And I, and I agree, you need your you need your space. I, I agree with that. But I think it's nice if you do things together um, and not do things separately. And, you know, a lot of people have separate friends. You know, he has his friends, she has her friends. And But I think it's nice when you do stuff together, you know, grocery shopping, Clothes shopping, you know, just mundane, yeah, you guys mundane go to stuff. Costco every Saturday. Every we Saturday. didn't have to mention that. We every really Saturday. Saturday, they really do. They literally go grocery yeah, shopping together Costco. every Saturday. Yeah, Costco food. sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nike sponsor me. <laughs> this one day we'll be nationally syndicated. Yeah. So let's speak it into existence. Buy some Costco stock. Hey, mm-hmm. you never know. Right. Yeah. The Lord will make a way. My face will be on the Costco wall. Mm, wow. I don't know about all that. That was a little conceited. Maybe you are <laughs> conceited. <laughs> hey, cover me like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Danielle. So what was like one of your favorite things about growing up like with our family? I like how they made us athletes. I'll make you an athlete. Y'all made us athletes. Either like, the talent is there or it's not. Yeah, our talent was there, but like they pushed for it like it was something like me just growing up, making sure I played a sport and I stayed busy because I have, I have to be busy or I'm just bouncing off the walls. Mm-hmm. That's something that I'd have my kids do. They'd start off young with sports. And I like how my parents made sure that they didn't miss a game. Like if my dad was with my sister one weekend, he'd come with me like, or he'd be practicing with me that week or my mom would come with me. Like I like the fact that they both made sure they were involved in our like sports life. I couldn't see it any other way. I'd be sitting around at games or whatever, even practice, and I and I think to myself, how can a parent not be there to support and encourage their their own children? Mm-hmm. And you know, and I I know that sometimes people have you know more than two kids. We had two kids, so we can split up. That that made it easy. You know, what if we had three kids? How would we have handled it then? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. So. There's a will, there would have been a way. Yeah, I, I agree. We we would have had to figure it out how to spend time and see everybody's games and spend time with them and everything. But growing up, I think my fondest memories of, of when you guys were playing ball was, you know, the car rides. We, you know, we laughed. We had fun. We'd come home because we'd be separated. We'd all come home at the end of the night, whether it be 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night. And the four of us would just sit down and talk about what our, our day was like and what happened that was funny during the day, you know, how we did, how each of you did in the games, you know, that was just fun for, I think both your dad and I would agree that we just, I know. fun. And again, that goes back to family, spending time together. Yeah. I know one of my memories was like in my games, if I like had errors or something or like something I needed to work on, I like how my dad always knew exactly. And he'd come home and try to break it down for me. Like, this is why you did it this way. Let's improve. It was never like, 
her parents were never one of those parents who punished you for doing something. Like if it's softball, if I struck out, they weren't there like, why did you strike out? No, they were always there like, it's okay. The next at bat is yours. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Keep your head up. Lift your elbow. Swing through. So, yeah. So giving some type of, but like, in the box. but giving like ways to like improve rather than just like say yeah. what you did wrong. That's probably one of my favorite memories too, just like with growing up. Same thing just around softball because I mean, we did it every weekend, but just how like we could all like come together and just like laugh and then still have like those serious moments where it's like, okay, like, this is, you know, something that you did wrong, but this is how we can improve it. This is what we can do this week to practice at it. Like, I don't, I think that you, you and dad, I think you guys did a good job of cultivating an environment where we felt like we could share things. We were comfortable enough to come to you for things. Yeah. Especially like things that weren't necessarily good things we wanted to say. Yeah. Or if they were good things, like, we knew that you guys were going to support and encourage us, like, in everything that we did. So I think a lot of people, unfortunately, like, don't have that. Um, So I think that that's something that I know, like, that I want to carry on, like, in my family when I have one, when that time comes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I also liked how they made sure we were always close, me and you. Yeah. Like, when we get older, best believe you're not getting away from me. Oh, I know. I'm going to be in the basement or somewhere. Oh, <laughs> that's a testament to each of you, too. I mean, mm-hmm. I said earlier that I really wanted you guys to be friends and remain close and always be close. But it's a testament to the two of you that you can argue and fight or, you know, have words or whatever. Although I don't know that you guys ever have, but you, you probably have. But, you know, still remain close and just, you know, kind of yeah. shrug it off and be like, okay, that's still my sister. I still love her. No, no matter what, so, our kids will grow up together. They'll be mm-hmm. besties. That's cool, because wherever y'all are, I am. Oh, girl, you already know. Look, we all together. We all together. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Mom, so I have another question for you. Like, before you guys, you and Daddy decided that you guys, like, wanted to have a family, did you guys, like, have a talk together about, like, this is what we want it to look like? These are things that we want to take into raising a family or did you just kind of wing it along the way? <laughs> well, can I, can I tell you the story of us dating? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, so, this is good. I love this story. Get ready. <laughs> it's a good one. Sit, sit back, back and get some relax. popcorn. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we dated when I was 16 and he was 19. We dated for about a year, broke up for about a year and then got back together. And the way that we got together back together was, um, the guy that I was dating, uh, broke up with me. So I didn't have a prom date. The last thing your dad said to me when we had broke up for me to date this other guy, <laughs> the last thing he had said to me was, you know, if you ever need a prom date, you know, let me know, call me. So, you know, I left that breaking up with him and I thought, I am never going to call him. I don't need no prom date. I'm going to be just fine. I, you know, I'm a strong, I'm independent gonna, woman. Exactly. I am not going to need him. I'm going to find somebody to go to prom with me or I'm not going to go. Well, a year later, <laughs> I needed a prom date. <laughs> so I called him up and it was funny because back then, I know you guys are going to think this is so long ago, but that back then we had just gotten call waiting. <laughs> you know, you, you answer you, the phone, put the person on hold, you go answer the other call. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. So so I had called him and asked him if he would go to prom with me. And he kind of sat there and he didn't say anything for, you know, just 
couple seconds. Felt like hours, it, probably. It, 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 it did. So it did. It was a couple of seconds. But before he got a chance to say anything, the call waiting clicked on, and I and I and I was like, okay, hold on a second. And it was a friend of mine. So I went to my friend and I talked to her. I'm like, oh my gosh, he hasn't said anything yet. <laughs> so she's like, go back, go back, go back, talk to him. So I went back and he's like, yeah, I'll I'll go to prom with me uh, with you. Um, but will you go help me find a tux, something to wear? So I said, sure. So I helped him find the tux. Um, we went to prom and we've been together ever since. That's crazy. We've been together since. And the even crazier thing is, is that part of the time that we dated, he lived here in Atlanta and I was still at home in Ohio because I was finishing college. And we had agreed that yeah, I would finish school before we got married. Um, so we spent a lot of time on a telephone, on a regular telephone, not texting, giant phones not on the years. cell phone because we didn't have cell phones, but we spent a lot of time just talking on the phone. What if, what would you do in this situation? How would you react this way? What would you do? You know, we just spent a lot of time being apart and we were apart for about two, two and a half years, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and all we could do was talk, you know, he flew in every once in a while, um, because he worked for the airlines then, but you know, when you when you are away from from somebody, that's all you can do is just talk, and you get to know them, and you get to know their experiences and how they feel about different things. And I think that helped us prepare for what was going to happen when we get married, when we got married, and you know how we would handle our finances together, how we would do things together, you know, the household, you know, who was going to do what in the household. Um, you know, whether I was going to be like the traditional mom where I would just be doing everything, you know, washing dishes, well, doing the clothes, mopping the floors, you know, just doing everything. Or if he was going to, to help me mm-hmm. and, you know, it, it just helped out a lot just for us to go through that time period of being apart so that when we did finally get to get married, I graduated in May. And then the following month in June, we got married and I moved away to Atlanta. So it was all a lot for me. It was new for me, but I was already prepared just in us talking together on how we were going to live and and be cohesive in our relationship, in our marriage and how we were going to make it last. And no, it hasn't been all, you know, sunshine and roses and puppy dogs, you know, Mm -hmm. but, you know, it's it's. It's work. Marriage is work. But, you know, when you're when you love somebody, you're going to make make it work. You're going to try to work harder to make it work. You know, so and I think you, a lot of our talking, you have to continue to talk. And, you know, your dad, you guys know your dad's a very quiet guy. Yeah, so. he's not a talker. He's not a talker. A man of so, very few words. So, you know, if I can, if, once I get him, if I can get him to start talking, then we're fine. You know, this, I'm going to keep on talking, try to figure out how to keep him talking about something. So I may, I may go off the wall and just change the subject to something else and see, okay, let me see how he feels about this real quick. Because it sounds like he's in a good mood. So let me just get this in real quick and see how he feels about it. But, you know, you know, I don't know. What part of that story do you like? I don't know. I guess I just like, I don't know, just the fact, because like a lot of my friends, like they don't come from like married families. So like anytime I say my parents are together, the first question usually is, oh, well, like how long have they been together? Have they been divorced and got back together? Like, were you, when were you born? Like, were you born before they were married? You know, like questions like that. And it's like, no, like their, their story is one I'm not going to say it's a fairy tale, but it's one that's not common. They 
dated from her senior prom and got married and had two kids, Mm -hmm. you know, like, so it's just like, I just like it because it not only gives me an example, but anytime I tell someone else the story, they're like, wow, like, that's so cool. Like you never hear about that. And then I get to say, and my grandparents are still married, both sets. Like, you know, like a lot of people, they can't say yeah. those things. So yeah. it's something that. I always say they have like, you know, mm-hmm. another grandpa. Yeah, both sets. Yeah. Um, my both parents sets. have been married yeah. for 55 years and, and your dad's parents have been married for about the same. Yeah. So it's just yeah. like, it's it's something that, you know, that I take pride in that I'm proud that's of to what, say. That yeah. That you want to pass down to. Mm-hmm. That I'm, that I'm going to keep that going to yeah. say that, you know, I come, I come from a family of, of, of marriages, yeah, no. marriages that have been work, you Strong know, that have marriages. been able. Yeah. So it's something that I'm proud to say, to be able to carry on. Good. Good. Mm-hmm. I agree. All these marriages, let's make it work. <laughs> <laughs> you funny. Thank you. Okay. So, um, I don't know what else do we want to talk about? Do you have anything to add? No, I plan on making a marriage work. Yeah. Yeah. I have some little Daniels. Oh, Lord Jesus. Let's, let's Lord not. Jesus is a fire. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mom, what do you say is the hardest part about, like, raising girls? Well, I mean, I guess you don't know the opposite because you didn't have boys. boys. No, and, and, and I have two sisters, so I didn't have, have brothers. Two sisters. So I didn't have brothers. So, like, what is some mom advice you could give to a mom of daughters? Oh, geez. Have an open mind and have an open mind towards forgiveness because they're, they're, you know, it's, again, it's not all, you know, sunshine and roses. You know, there could be some bumps in the road. Um, but I think you have to be forgiven and forgiving and lenient and understanding because Teenagers go through things and, you know, um, but, you know, that social media is crazy, though. Yes. I think the one thing I always told you guys growing up, and I've said it a lot, I know I did, was do not put anything in writing that you don't want somebody else to see. Mm-hmm. You know, you can say something to somebody and deny it, deny that you ever said it. Stand there, bold face lie, just deny. I did not say it. But once you write it down in a text message or in the tweeter, tweet, <laughs> tweet, what is it? Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> the tweeter. The tweeter. You showed your age. Twitter and Snapchat and all that. Once it's done, it's it's there. Mm-hmm. You know? So, you know, I, I don't I don't know. Girls, you worry about girls more. You know, mm-hmm. they're 16, you guys are 16. And you're going out and you're saying you're going out to a friend's house and you worry. Boys, I think we'd probably be like, just go. I'll see you later. Be home by 12. You know, whatever. But girls, you just like, mm, I don't want them to be taken advantage of. I don't want anything bad to happen. You know. But it's funny, too, because you never stop worrying about your kids. You never stop worrying. No matter what age you guys are, I'll never stop worrying. And I know, I, I think my mom, I see that in my mom. My mom just, you know. She's a worrier. She hey, is a worrier. Manny is a worrier. Don't drive. Sometimes I don't tell her stuff just because I know it's going to cause her <laughs> mind to move. Especially, oh, if she calls you and you're driving? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. So worst. I try not, I try to only tell her the yeah super important yeah. stuff. If she calls yeah. me when I'm driving, I had the windows up. Don't let that, <laughs> don't let the wind be in the background. <laughs> 
I don't know. I don't know any different. I don't know anything. I don't know how to to tell you about the difference in raising a girl and a boy. Mm. I think that was good advice was for the good. people. Yeah. Snaps. What would you say, Danielle, is like growing up, like is something you have to like a piece of advice you could give someone like with their mom? Like um, communication wise. Well, I mean, you probably should communicate, tell your parents a lot. I mean, <laughs> don't hold things back because you never know. I think in saying that is what, what, what young people need to realize is that yeah. we've probably seen it. We've probably done it. We've probably failed at it, but we don't want you to go through that. Or yeah. that you know, your parents are normally accepting too. They're they're there to listen, to be there for you. Mm-hmm. Most, I mean, my parents weren't going to throw me to a, throw me to the side. So no, we wouldn't know. throw you. We just drop you and drop me. Yeah, maybe <laughs> run over you with the car. Yeah, right. <laughs> Speed bump. <laughs> don't don't fall down because we're gonna step over you. Yeah. No, but. I think that's good advice to give. I think that's good. Thank I, you. I think in a lot of relationships, communication is 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 it's key. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. you know, you have to communicate and be able to talk and share and give your opinion. Everybody has an opinion, but that doesn't mean your opinion is right. Yeah. So you can't mm-hmm. force that opinion on somebody. But you know, sit down and listen to the other person's opinion, and you know, agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would agree. Well, what did you think? What What is your answer to that question? Um, I would say the same thing. Communication, just like that. Most of the things that like you're going through, that you're probably like, they're not gonna understand, like, or how, like, they're not gonna want to hear this or whatever. Like, just how you said, like, maybe they're already done it, been there, know somebody in their family who's done it, can relate to you, give you a piece of advice. Just to remember that your parents are for you and they're not like yeah. against you in, in what you've got going on. That they just really just want to be involved more so than anything. And not even in a manner to like be overbearing, but just to help you, mm-hmm. yeah. to help guide you, which is what yeah. parents are essentially supposed to do. Because yeah. we, we, we don't want you to go through the hurt or the experience, the back experience, but sometimes... You know, you you, 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 gotta, yeah, yeah. you you yeah. you have to go through it in order to, to, to not see. do it again. Yeah. yeah. You know, what's that saying? If you if you make a mistake once and you don't correct it, then fools on you or something like fools that. Fools once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on. Well, shame I mean, on you. That's it. Yeah, and yeah. also the wisest person in the room learns from the mistakes of others, so they don't have to make the same mistake. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I like that one. Why yeah. this person? I'm the oldest one. No, not necessarily. Age does not mean wisdom. No, it sure doesn't. Yeah. I thought you were seeing R. Kelly. I was like, wait a minute. You know, he's canceled. <laughs> we ain't doing R. Kelly no more. Yeah. He's canceled. Yeah. All right. Do we want to talk about anything else or is that episode 11? Yeah, I guess we're going to wait to do another episode another time. All right. Well, <laughs> that's that's episode eleven. Um, I'm your host, Ariel. I'm Angela, Ariel's mom, and I'm Danielle, the best little sister ever. And we're out. Peace. Peace.